Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt. What up? What's going on? Chilling like a, a villain. Great intro. I love everything we're doing. What are we doing? Gamers 2 Podcast. Yeah, we are. Week of May 25th. The Friday thereof. The good Friday. Is it? No, it's, I, I mean, so. it, it is a good Friday. Uh, yeah, I'm all right with it. Going into a three-day weekend for me. You can suck a dick. <laughs> what if... Uh... All right, first off, I'm not even going to ask you what we've been doing. I'm going to ask you that in a minute. The first thing I, we got to talk about is what we had for dinner tonight. Because I feel fat and sassy. Well, I'll tell Mostly you that. Mostly We're definitely fat. <laughs> Fatter, at least. Uh, Matt's dish for this week was French toast BLT. French toast BLT in a maple glaze, we'll say. Maple syrup glaze. Maple candy glaze? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Some sort of glaze that is, is delicious. That is maple syrupy. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. Clog- clogging. Yeah. Definitely, um, heart stopper for sure. Well, we could just name it the heart stopper, but there we go. Yeah. There's the name for it. Heart stopper. Yeah. It was good. Very good. Definitely going to have to go to the doctors to get some uh, high blood pressure medicine. I'm just going to get blood thinners. That's not the same thing. So, What uh, what have you been doing? Nothing, really. Good start. <laughs> so this is a video game podcast. I can't wait for the part where you tell me you haven't played one all week. <laughs> I haven't played one all week. There's my favorite part of every time we do this. I uh, had the conversation on the way here um, with Samantha. Because, I was going to say with who, because you were in the car alone. Because she was like, oh, what's that game with the uh, AI and like you, you got to save the kid or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's Detroit Become Human. It came out today. And she's like, oh, Joey's playing it. I'm like, how the hell, like, how does he find time to play so many games? Uh, because Sam's over there with the baby. And uh, she was like, oh, you know, the baby just sleeps the whole time. I'm like, yeah, but that was never like, even before the baby... You know, he has a full-time job, like... Yeah, it was never an issue. Like, how, like... Ugh. <laughs> I don't get it. But what I have done is I've watched uh, watched some Looming Tower. Nice. Um, and I finished up a Gundam series that I was on my list for a while. Nerd. Eighth MS team. 
Um, it was good. Ten episodes. That yeah. was it. Ten sure. episodes. It's uh, it's not like most Gundam series where you know it follows like the main character and they're like some you know uber amazing pilot and they're changing the whole face of the world and you know like yeah exactly like your typical Gundam series yeah this one's not that it's like down and dirty like the normal battlefields you're following this like regular team around that's the average like, Joe that's just doing his exactly. average things. That was good. Good. Looming Tower is good so far. Good, good. Good fun. Enjoy Maybe. it. Hopefully you've been up to more. I'm always up to more. Got that free time. Uh, less now, but yeah, still do. Um, MLB. FM. Football Manager. Uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, no. Sucking yeah. you back in. Todd and I have a massive problem. I think we've talked about this before. Where if one of us starts talking about it, it just starts triggering all the gambling euphoric things that you're not supposed to have at a casino. It just starts triggering all those. And we're like, oh, we can spend 15. And we're in. So we're back to that for a little Got bit. Got him. Got him real good. Always does. I've been gone for... Six months, so I mean, when's the uh, next DLC expansion? August. August, and I'm still reading the same book, which is still not the one that I updated. I did an update, uh, and watching, of course, baseball, looming tower, and that's it. I bought Black Panther, yeah. but I haven't found a chance to watch it yet. So. I also have Black Panther, but I haven't watched it yet either. Ugh. Too much media to consume. A lot of media to consume. Speaking of... <laughs> He's dying. Of a lot of media to consume, there are some new releases this week in the video game realm. And you activated my trap card. <laughs> Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. Number one is Elder Scrolls Online Somerset Expansion DLC. Heard good things about that one. I was never a big ESO fan, but hey, still going. It is. It's actually a really good game. Like, and it's current. I don't so. care about the universe. That's my problem. Yeah. I can't really... Just, I can't get into it. Uh, number two is Disco Dodgeball. Sounds fun. For the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number three is H1Z1 Battle Royale for PS4. <sighs> Number four is I Hate Running Backwards. Who doesn't, though? For PS4 and Xbox. Played this one at PAX. It was in the PAX extravaganza. You can go back and listen to that episode if you really want to. Oh, is that the scroller? That It's the scroller that you play at the top of the screen instead of the bottom of the screen, shooting down instead of up. Mm. That one looked interesting. Yeah, it's from Devolver. Number five is Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 for the Switch. Number six is One Piece Grand Cruise for PSVR. One Piece. <laughs> uh, anime jokes. Number seven is Runner 3 for the Switch. Number eight is Star Trek Bridge Crew Next Generation DLC for PS4. 
Looks fantastic. Number nine <laughs> is Stardew Valley on the Vita. What the? <laughs> Stardew Valley game has been out forever, but once I saw that it said it was coming to the Vita, that's getting in the list. That's so whack. <laughs> hey, we're not going to make anything portable anymore. Stardew Valley's coming to the Vita. All right, well, do you, Sony, and Vita Island? That's a that's a foreshadowing. Um, some news. A little bit of a little bit of foreshadow. Sprinkle in a little sprinkle bit of foreshadow. Some foreshadow. Uh, number ten, State of Decay two for Xbox and PC. Number eleven is Super Hyperactive Ninja for PS four, Xbox, and PC. Number 11, twelve is Tennis World Tour for PS four, Xbox, PC, and Switch. Wonder if that's any good. I mean, it had actual faces, so I didn't look at much more of that. Uh, number thirteen is Punch Club for the Switch. Number fourteen is Detroit Become Human for the PS4. And number fifteen is Dark Souls Remastered for the PS4, Xbox, Switch, and personal computer. Woo woo! There's some good stuff out this week. It's a pretty good week. I mean, even uh, the two big ones are obviously uh, State of Decay 2 and Detroit Become Human. But if we're going to look a little bit further than that, uh, Punch Club was really liked when it initially launched. Mm -hmm. Uh, I Hate Running Backwards is fun. Dark Souls, whatever. People like it. It'll probably sell well because I don't think it came out on... um... Actually, I know that I said Switch, but I feel like the Switch version got delayed. So I'm going to... It might have. I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt, my own words. But speaking of games that came out this week, we're going to get right into... Move right along. We're going to get right into the headlines. Because screw it. Why not have a quick episode? Quick ep... What? Yeah, what? I know. It's not us. It's Trust me, it won't end up being us. It's just starting that way. Number one. Detroit Become Human Reviews are live. And here's a little bit of a roundup. GameSpot, 7 out of 10. Game Informer, 8 out of 10. IGN, 8 out of 10. Ars Technica said, try it if you really want to see how hard it is to make branching narrative work on this scale. Otherwise, just catch up on Westworld. And the current Metacritic score is 80. I just threw the Ars Technica thing in because it, it sounded... It, like, it was like a punchline. Like I skimmed through the whole review and then I read that and I was like, oh, that's cute. Just a good little like... Yeah, you could play it, but you don't it, you can pass. It's not going to hurt you any. Yeah. Are we uh we playing that? I want to. I'm having a I'm not I'm not like in the I was never in the I need to play that camp. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to to muck around with it a bit. Um I got to get through God of War. I got to start God <laughs> muck of War around with it. That's my issue. That's my hurdle. Yeah, you really got to get through God. I mean, God of War, you know, 25 hours. I'm going to burn through it. I'm I'm not doing the side stuff. Everyone I've talked to has said that it's com- like literally pointless. So I'm just going to do the main story. Well, you can do it at the end anyway. Yeah. Eh. Dose. Eh. Number. Numero dose. Numero. Dose. The sequel to Nate's favorite racing game has a closed beta coming up. That's right. The Crew 2 beta. <laughs> Starts May 31st. And runs till June 4th. Preload will be available May 29th, the same day that invites are also supposed to arrive. 
Uh, participants will be able to invite up to three of their Ubisoft friends. There's also a beta live stream airing the day before, May 30th, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for the record, that is definitely not Nate's favorite racing game. I'm happy you cleared that up, so I don't have to say it. Didn't want to leave that, you know, lingering. Yeah, no, not my favorite racing game at all. Massive problems with the idea that they tried. With that to, being said, that they tried to cloud save everything. Also, massive problems with the fact that Matt would be a dirty scumbag every time and knock me into a corner in order to win the race. I mean, that's so suck not... a dick, crew. Those are just come to me on the Forza Horizon plane, Matthew. Those are just allegations. All right, those not proven in a court of law. Um, I can get proof. We can go load up the crew right now. I will. I might have the game around here. We will race. I will record it and then go see. <laughs> I read an early review of the like a closed beta or something like that, and the people whoever wrote the review, I think it was Forbes or something like that. Uh, actually said that this one has a special pizzazz that the first game never had. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, what does that even mean? I don't know. It was very... Uh, this one has boats. Yeah, no shit. But like... has airplanes too. Yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Ooh. It's a way better movie than it's going to be a game. Got him. Uh, I'm sending you an invite if I get in. I'm sure you are. Did you <laughs> Did you sign up? Yeah, I signed up. Of course I did. Power to you. I mean, I, I signed up more for the... Uh... You signed up just to send me the email. Exactly. So that way when I see it, I just go, no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, I'll give it a try, though. If we get it. Number three, which is way better than number two. Number three, there's so much shit to cover on Battlefield Five. I suppose let's get the silliness out of the way first. <laughs> People are pissed about the historical accuracy of the trailer. And if you haven't watched it, then just go check it out and it kind of becomes obvious. Uh, A senior producer at DICE has tweeted that, in quotes, we will always put fun over authentic, end quote. That should be obvious for all game developers, but gamers need something to bitch about. And it's just a single trailer. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep going, but I mean, do we want to break up and like discuss why? I mean, like, yeah, the, the, I guess the right, stupidest so. reason why people are bitching. Yeah, I mean, and when I say people bitching, I have not actually seen anybody bitch. I have only seen a bunch of games media people complain that people are bitching, and I don't know where they're looking. Um, I, I've it's I I it, it's almost Illuminati levels where they're like, hey, it or certain people that have higher power in the country say a lot of people know about this. And I'm like, <laughs> who are those people? And they're like, a lot of people. And I'm like, that's not an answer. I, I can answer to two places I know of, and it's really bad in the two places when I looked. Okay, go for it. Reddit. On the Battlefield subreddit? Um, because I scr- I've Focus. scrolled the front page and haven't seen it. Games Focus. There's another thing, too, I want to mention. But games, any of the Games Focus subreddit, whether it's like, Gamer news or or games or r slash gaming seem to be making fun of people freaking out about it or making that fun might have of been... making fun of the authenticity joke when they're like yeah we believe in authenticity and then they're just having like the screenshots where a battlefield four of like yeah people the guy jumping out, the yeah. guy jumping out of the jet shooting a rocket then landing back in a yeah, jet while it's like in the air and taking launching off. a tank into the air and shooting the plane down while it's yeah out. and you're like oh come on mm-hmm. well I mean 
Yeah, and then the the YouTube comments were particularly bad. But the thing that was, well, it kind of feeds into I think the next. I don't know. Did I mention the women's part thing? No, I think you left that for the later part. But I mean, that's what the people are pissed about part that yeah, I've heard. Yeah, that women. Well, it was the twofold part. It was the women didn't didn't fight in World War Two, which is not true. Yeah, it's eh. And then they all look like fucking. <laughs> Viking warriors with their face paint, and the, yeah, the, the one chick has like the metal arm, which the metal arm's real. That's historically true, but the the war paint part is somebody had the. You see the screenshot if you watch the trailer of the four people, uh, woman right to her over her her right shoulder, left of him. If you're looking at her, there's a guy with like war paint on his face, and everybody's like circling that in the still and being like, I didn't realize Kratos was in World War Two. And using him as being Kratos. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like... I mean, it's literally one trailer. And it was actually a rather short trailer. I think it was like two minutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if that. So, like, like, it's like, come on. like They're just kind of buzzing through some stuff. And the uh, the other joke is like, they're like, yeah, authenticity. And there's that scene where you jump backwards, sit down on your ass, and you're just firing an LMG into bushes. Mm-hmm. You're like, I mean... The one dude jumped out of like a second or third story window. Yeah, did like a battle roll and like kept going. Like. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's like you got you just got to be careful when you throw around the word authentic, and then people are going to obviously take you at a literal definition and start picking things apart. But that being said, speaking of things to bitch about, it looks like Microsoft scored the marketing rights to Battlefield Five, but gamers are going to have to dig a little deeper into this one to find something to complain about since DICE announced all multiplayer maps will be free. So probably no timed exclusives and there is officially no premium pass version bullshit. Woo-woo. Oh yeah, and there's obviously... Oh wait, it's EA. It's not obvious. There's no loot boxes either, just paid cosmetics. The only pay-to-win element appears to be XP boosts, which have been around for whatever. Yeah, who the fuck cares? So good moves, DICE. You're making everything right. Uh, I guess while we're still on this topic, it was interesting to see Trevor Noah host. I don't know if you actually... I didn't actually watch it. I watched the event, Mm -hmm. and him hosting it was interesting, because obviously he has points he has to hit and stuff. Yeah. But at times... Did he he host it as... He hosted it as internet. Yeah, his internet. Like, not his internet, but his Not daily show show Trevor. More stand-up comedian Trevor. Okay. Uh... Which I mean, they're they're pretty decent. Similar, they're pretty decent. I've seen some of his stand up, and it's like, but he's he was, not afraid to to take those like dirty, not dirty, but those like uncomfortable jabs. Well, one of the guys sitting, he had three people on the panel with him, and one of the guys is talking about like why he likes. He's like, I really like this tank. He's like, so what do you like about the tank? He's like, I really like it. And he's like, but, but like, what do you like about it? And like, he's trying to get him like because. Game devs, for the most part, are hard to interview. Like, just yeah. in a general term. Some do it really well, others do it absolutely poorly. But they're not PR people if they're actually like the devs. So they, you know, they're, sometimes they're tripping over what they want to say. And he's like, "I really like this tank." He's like, "But why do you like this tank?" He's like, "Have you looked at the tank?" I'm like, "But why do you like it?" And he's like, "It looks really cool. It looks really good." He's like, it, "And then Trevor's like, at what point are you looking at the tank?" I'm either in the tank and shooting everybody, or I'm looking at the tank and then I'm dead. Like, what are you just outside on the battlefield walking around the tank? Like, damn, this is a good, sexy looking tank. I would like, do that. Are you that guy? And everybody's <laughs> just like, what the fuck is he doing staring at the tank? Get in it or die. Yeah. Come on. And so there was just, 
he had moments with them, and mm-hmm. you could see them finally kind of break and like get where get more was, comfortable. And... Yeah, like they kind of settled in, but there was still a little bit of not cringy moments, but uh, a little a little tough for him, who's trying to get an answer out and trying to keep the conversation going, but the person doesn't know how to actually yeah do it. The the few comments that I saw that were really irritating to me, and I, I like saw them Italian on when I do this, but on uh, the YouTube comments and some of the gaming subreddits, is people bitching that not I, I don't know I don't want to say, keep saying bitching but bitching bitching people were complaining about Battlefield One and saying that Battlefield Four was better. Yeah. I do not like see that at all. Like, I don't see how that's even like a lot, like an argument that you can have. I don't. I mean, you could talk to Kenny; he would have the argument with you. Battlefield One's so good, though. It was so good. Heathens. Trust me, I I enjoyed it, but I, I mean, Kenny is one of the ones where he just doesn't like one, and I don't know. I've never taken him up far on it. Yeah. All right. Number four. Numero cuatro. Epic Games is fronting $100 million uh-huh. for the first year of competitive Fortnite. Uh, that's a big number, but I think they have something different up their sleeve. In the announcement statement, they said, Our approach will be different. We plan to be more inclusive and focused on the joy of playing and watching the game. What do you think, dude? What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to do more regional stuff? Uh, they, they, I would assume would try to kind of copy Overwatch League. It's the battle royale style is kind of hard. Yeah. It's not like a teams. Cause like, I mean, you like, could squad for squads. You yeah. can make squad battles, but is squad battles more entertaining to watch than solo everybody going at it. I, I thought duos, they were would... like, I mean, that's kind of where they have to yeah. see what they want to do or they want to have one tournament like for each, like there's a squad tournament and a duo tournament, a solo tournament all in the same weekend. I was kind of expecting them to do. I don't know if you saw any of Ninja's tournament that they, they no. put on, um, but essentially it was like they had all the internet personalities, yeah, and then they had like a ton of just random people there too, and they were all just on PCs, and like they did different things, and like one of the things they did was they put bounties on people, like they put a bounty on on Ninja, and whoever killed Ninja got like you know X amount of money, and like yeah, so on and so forth, like. I can see that to like do the the time fills because I mean otherwise you're doing like when you say six matches they're not going to take you technically that long to get through like maybe twenty minutes each or something yeah but then I, when you're like okay the solo tournament is going to start at ten a or eleven a.m. on Saturday right uh, and then the duo tournament will take place at four o'clock Saturday afternoon and then the squads will start at nine o'clock in the night like you can fill it in those middle times with. Bounty matches or just build matches or, you know, st- stupid things mm-hmm. like limited time modes where they could do it that way. Well, if they created a narrative that was um, like if they seeded the players somehow, like because if you can rip through matches quick enough, like if yeah. it's a 20 minute match and they rip through a couple of them. And after like a while, they had like some sort of seed system base. Right. And then they awarded, you know, people for killing certain tiered seeds that type of thing and it kind of was like a sub event going on while the main event like was happening like oh that person just killed so and so that means they're gonna get ten thousand dollar bonus yeah 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 it could be interesting yeah any more um mainstream competitive gaming is good so 
Yeah. Bring it on. We'll see how it all how it all shakes out. That's not even half a month's worth of income for them. Not even close. So much money. They make so much money and the game is free. Number five. The people that never leave the news, Take Two Interactive, CEO Strauss Zelnick, he's a Bond villain, has promised that Red Dead Redemption 2 will not be delayed again, saying that the 1,000 or so people working on the game also promise. Good. I thought it was interesting. Bitches. He He literally said the 1,000 or so people working on the game. Yeah. Here, let me give you an idea of how many people we have trying to get this shit going. So, Thousand plus. That's so crazy. I want to know what the budget is on that game. I, I almost don't want to know. <laughs> because the scary thing is they'll be like, yeah, our budget was like $2 billion. And then you'll find out later that they're like, yeah, we made like $6 billion profit. And you're like, wait a second. They could have made the budget like realistically, like given how GTA sold and like how big Rockstar is. The budget of. could be one billion dollars. Like it's it not even be. it's not even it a joke. Be. Like it genuinely could be like five hundred million dollars. Like yeah. that's so much money. Yep. And then they're like, Yeah, just delay it. Like whatever. All right, number six. Best Buy is ending its gamers club unlocked program. Membership fees have been reduced over the past two years, and this death sentence for their program seems to be intended to fly under the radar. Uh, I'm assuming that Amazon's and others' uh, pre-order deals make adoption rates of uh, Best Buy's program non-existent. Because, like, why join a program, you know, and get new releases cheaper when you could just pre-order through Amazon or through Newegg or whoever and get it cheaper and without that? Yeah, I mean the Best Buy. The Best Buy you got it cheaper too, but I mean I just ordered on Amazon and it's same day delivery, whatever, yada yada. Yeah, and you already like Prime gives you so much other stuff. I mean it was a good deal, but I'm sure that at a certain point they started losing money to it. Yeah, especially like so the the year it came out, it was like a hundred dollars or something like that, something ridiculous. And then the following year they dropped it down to like thirty bucks. For membership for a year. So. They knew. Yeah. They learned. Number seven. Seven. PS4 is getting an officially licensed elite style controller. And it is expensive. Scuff Gaming has been making custom controllers for PS4. For a while now. But they have the favor of. Sony. <laughs> it's so much fun, like watching you read my writing, because like so I can, I can, I, can, I well, do pretty one, good at, edit, was, at editing, like yeah. as I go. But then this one now, you've, I, there was a, you know, I, I'm gonna okay. I got this. Hold on. Okay. Scuff Gaming has been making custom uh, PS4 controllers for a while now, but now they have the favor of Sony. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Named the Scuff Vantage, the wired version starts at $170, and the Bluetooth version starts at $200. And additional customization costs even more. The bizarre part of it is that it all is that it offsets the analog sticks, so it pretty much looks like an Xbox controller. It really does, and it should be out sometime in August. 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 Augustus. Yeah, it's cool looking. I'm not, about, like to, the, I'm not about to drop that much on a uh, controller, no. but I mean, 
It looks like the Elite, the Xbox Elite controller. And that's what everybody's been clamoring for was the PlayStation to equal the Xbox Elite controller. Like, just give us another option. So, I mean, hey. I don't know. I'm just eyeballing the uh, the list here. I'm trying not to, like, stick you with one that I, like, half wrote. And... Why, why? Are you kidding me? You gave me two Japanese <laughs> names last week. Uh, <laughs> and I killed them. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did a good job with uh, Strauss there, too. Strauss Zindlik, or fucking whatever his name was. Uh, the Bond villain. <laughs> Walmart Canada strikes again. After their gaffe last week. Who gaff? Good word. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. They their tripped guffaw. up again by listing Pokemon for Switch. Apparently, a developer working on said Pokemon game, Game Freak, listed a job position for a UI developer for a project that resembles a Pokemon-style game. Hmm. Dude, Walmart Canada, someone's definitely getting fired now. Yeah, they're they're reaching the point where if somebody's not being like deep investigated in their web team, that they're like, all right, first time, kind of whatever, guys. We're like, I mean, we can't do this again. You did it again. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, that's it. Cut the cord. Just cut it. <laughs> you know, I like working in IT. I just picture the moment where the guy just walks in, looks at everybody. You did this to yourself, then just walks into the <laughs> server room to the back of the server rack and just kicks straight across the back, knocking every Ethernet and power cable out of the back of the server. And it's just like, later. <laughs> you're like, well, I guess he's about had enough of his job. Uh, yeah. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Hot and damn. And all major stuff. Not like, anybody hear the new Furbies coming out? Like, I mean, even then, that's a. Christmas leak that starts way too many problems in retail stores, but still. Number Nueve. Ooh. 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 I can get all the way up to 20. Whoa. Probably some after that. It is the end of a long era and the beginning of something new. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you write me fucking haikus? I don't know. I was thinking about doing for this one. I was thinking about doing. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Uh. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ah, you're one syllable off, 575. <laughs> I didn't actually put any thought into it. I guess I could start doing that. No, don't. Because if I catch you on it again, I'm going to be disappointed in you <laughs> that you put more effort into it. Like I said, at a certain point, it's going to be Ron Burgundy. I used to. And I, could, I will just go fuck yourself, San Diego, and not even stop. Uh... Anyway, it is the end of a long era and the beginning of something new, at least when it comes to golf video games. EA will no longer make PGA video games. The PGA Tour has signed an agreement with HB Studios, as said by PGA Tour's licensing director, quote, the hope is that you start playing the video game and it piques your interest in golf in general, and then maybe you want to attend an event, maybe you want to tune in on the TV, or one of the digital platforms, or maybe you want to go out to a driving range and hit the hit some balls and eventually go play, end quote. Interesting. Interesting. There was some... When uh, was the last PGA game? Rory. Rory in like 12 or 13? Oh, uh, no, it was... Um, was it sooner than that? 16? Oh, okay. Maybe 17. Here's the funny part, though. They pulled all the games. It's not available on digital store. Not all of them, but the latest one, I think. I believe it. Um, there was some other stuff, too, that popped up that was kind of interesting to where, like, EA released a statement saying that they still have a good relationship with the PGA Tour. Yeah, I'm sure that's the same way that they have a great relationship with Disney still for the Star Wars license. (laughs) Blow me. You're lying. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, they actually had good PGA games, but they just didn't sell. So why? Yeah. Why try to have the license situation? You know, I mean, PGA is probably making bank on it, but who knows? The games were really good too. Like it's just hard. Like how do you make a golf game like you know yeah. sell mainstream? Right? How how do you make a golf game sell mainstream when when you had the Tiger edition at the last time? You're like your selling point was you can play as a toddler. Like what? No. I mean esports maybe, but. Might be a way, but I I would love to see two guys dressed in full like sponsored golf gear, having to just sit at a console and just standing up and like doing all the motions as if they were looking at the green. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll you know I'll give you the visual that nobody else will see this, but it's like no, like uh, no, wouldn't it be funny? All right, you take two people, you put them on stage with a giant like you know two hundred inch or hundred and whatever inch screen, yeah. And 
they have to stand there with the controller and play, and then they could do stupid stuff like that, like well, that's exactly walk up to do. the screen and like examine the grid on the on the screen. Yeah, pretty much what I would do is it would it would be exactly that. It'd be like the football manager joke that we've made before that I was talking about last week with the idea, the table idea. Yeah, where you just have two, you know, or however many's in the round. I mean, if you have four people in your party that are playing through holes and whatever, and they're just standing and like looking at this hundred or seventy inch screen, and they're just kind of looking at their shot kind of looking around at it, changing the camera angles with the controller and stuff, getting up, kind of looking at where the stuff is, give them a fake bucket of grass. They're just like checking the wind with like, who gives a shit? There's no wind in the stadium they're playing in. Just <laughs> it gives them a little bit of feel. And then they settle back in with the controller to look at the TV. That's actually like over here or wherever they want to look. And they just kind of actually get their stance back. And they're like, a, a, <laughs> And then, but they had the key there is that they have to take the commentary out of the game, and you have to have somebody that's just like in. And now he's going for a birdie putt. It's about a thirty-yard putt. Slopes down to the right. Ooh, he botched it. It's into the sand trap on the left. He's gonna have to wedge his way out of this one. <laughs> and then they, that's all it is. Uh, that might not be hearable. <laughs> it'd be so good though. That'd be so. I'd be. I'd be super entertained, and it would be such a high production value, they would never see a return on investment. <laughs> we got some good ideas. Uh, <sighs> EA. Oh, you don't have the license anymore. Boom, got them. HBC, or HP Studios, call me. PGA Tour, call me. We'll have a fun time. I'll get, the pros, of, uh... I'll get the pros on. Are you kidding me? You get the pros on like an off week. Like the opening before the Thursday holes, like the Wednesday is mm-hmm. the esports league night and we're all just sitting you there could like, have them you could stream it on twitch and have them play like a twitch personality they don't even need to do that they're just going to cast alongside me and they're like oh yeah it looks like he's got a 40 this hole's a real trick because they, they know the holes this hole's a real tricky one they're putting the pin in the third in the third okay. hole that time what is oh, we're getting too far what is pga tour uh you'll get this tweeted to you call me you have like a well-known twitch streamer all right or whoever play the golfer they're playing the game you know, two of them playing against each other. Their caddy is a professional golfer, and they're mic'd up, and they're telling him what they would do, and he has to do it. Yeah. Well, that there there would also well that'd be the celebrity holes, right? Yeah. It'd be similar to the par three at Masters, where you have your family like caddying with you. Mm-hmm. That during the like you'd have your actual rounds where it would just be you out there, but then that would be on like the Tuesday or something, right? And then or like the celebrity one would just be like, oh yeah, they made it to the event, and the event follows wherever the major like tournament is that weekend so that's just wherever you play like you just have a studio that's set up you play there and then you just keep going around you like you follow the actual tour so then you have the pros come out and do the caddy thing so not only are pros assigned to caddy for these guys and like it's just a fun thing like yeah. that that would be the fun one they'd actually have the competitive tournament but this would be the fun one to try to bring everybody together and the pros would be mic'd up to the audience to be saying everything, like talking to the guys, like I'd, I'd really lay it up here. I mean, and, and you're looking at a crosswind that's not not favorable to your slicing tendencies, and like <laughs> just giving them shit. And then you also put the pros on the desk with me or whoever, and the entire time we're hearing them, and like, did he just tell him <laughs> to putt from fifty yards? <laughs> the uh, hell is he thinking? I don't know. He's got the best butter in the game, but I. It'd be so great because then you get the pros who are like, all right, guys, I always really wanted to try this one. 
I want you to take a shot right between those trees. <laughs> yeah. Be like, listen, I've never been able to do this shot in my life. But if I know if you bank it at a 45-degree angle off that tree right there, it's going to go in the hole. <laughs> oh, it'd be such a fun time. Uh, we're on something there. Number 10, Sony Interactive Entertainment. To be fair, Studio. we're on drugs. I just want to, you know, we're on something. Yeah, it's drugs. We're on bacon. <laughs> Bacon's a drug. That's why it's forbidden by certain religions. It comes back around. Makes sense. Does, Sony... that, does that come back around? I don't know. Dude. Did I make a religion joke earlier? I don't know. I'm going to go with that I didn't. It's not a safe bet, but I mean, I don't think I did. Number 10. Sorry, Matt. Continue. <laughs> uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO John Kodura has said that the PS4 is entering the final phase of its life cycle. Boo! I mean, woo! He also went into detail about how PlayStation plans to move to more services to make up for the lost revenue of slower hardware and software sales uh, that usually come with the end of console generation. Uh, some other notable takeaways from the release of Sony's business plan is a possible PS5 launch in 2021 and Sony investing even more into their successful IPs as well as a new IP. Sony also mentioned the... <laughs> Sony also mentioned the Vita. To be fair, you wrote this. I did. I'm having <laughs> trouble uh, focusing for some reason. It's um, that golf thing. It's kind of in it, your it, head it, now. It is. That's all I'm thinking about is playing playing golf games. Sony also mentioned the Vita, although just to say that a successor is always a possibility. Yeah, it's always a possibility except for the part where you ruled it out in the last two years when you were asked about it because you didn't believe the Switch would blow up like it did. Yep. Bingo. Bango. Bongo. I don't want to leave the Congo. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, so I mean, no shit. We know it's reaching the end of its cycle. I still have it as a 2020, 2021 console. So it's longer than I would have thought, and it's longer than a average console life cycle. Apparently, I don't know. Someone else worked that out. Taking their words. I for mean, it. that would be seven years if twenty twenty was my number. Yeah, they kind of made it sound like they're just now seven years, right? Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Like, they made it sound like they're just now starting to, like, really work hard on a PS5. Yeah. Which well, is it's probably think, bullshit, but just, like, you know, like a marketing Well, they're probably, like, ploy. at this point, like, yeah, we're we're getting there. Like, we kind of have an idea, mm-hmm. but we don't actually have dev kits. So, like, just kind of, let's, let's scale these two expectations. There's no dev kits, but, yes, we're thinking about it. Well, dev kits, I mean, if they're three years out. From a well, what are we twenty nine eighteen? Yeah, We're so if they're 18. three, so if they're three years out from what they what you know they're kind of saying is going to be when we all see a new console, they better be getting dev kits out soon. Yeah, well, yeah, you would think soon, but I I wouldn't think with at least the next year. Yeah, because you still have people doing PS four stuff, unless you're letting Hideo do a PS five game. Which why are you showing it four years in advance? Anyway. Oh, because it hit down. Every That's right. year we're gonna see. No. Do you want to go off about it? I just, I just, because you're just gonna lose more of your soul. It's just that thing, you know, where I said like, "Hey, when it, we first saw, it, I'm like, this is great, but don't ever show it to me again." You know, like, don't show it to me again until you're ready to release it. And they're like, every goddamn year we're gonna show this to you. We're gonna bring 
Kojima out on the stage to show it to you. We're going to bring Norman Reedus out on stage to show it to you. You know what? You thought we showed it to you two, three years in a row? Two years in a row now? I had to lose track because they showed it at multiple events. So that's kind of a problem. Like, let's show it again at this E3 when you know goddamn well there's no way in hell it's coming out this year or next year. Yep. All right. Anyways, what, uh, where are we at here? So number 11. Uh, there's a tweet. I, I might have been a Kojima tweet. And he's like, something, something. And then I get back to editing. And the screen that he's editing is the baby inside him, like, picture. You know, like, when you when it goes in and you see the baby, like, yeah, in, and he's just like, throat. yeah, yeah. But it's like, we've already seen that. Are you editing that again? <laughs> <laughs> if we see that goddamn scene again. <laughs> One, it's the same exact trailer as the 2014 or the 2015 show. And they're like, we're doing it again, bitches. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, boy. It's just like a different song and they put like rain in it. Yeah. They play the trailer in reverse <laughs> and then go, now what do you think? Kojima fucked with your mind yet? Uh, Number 11. We Happy Few was refused classification in Australia. Not too surprising, given that many games before it were also banned until they were modified, like Fallout 3 and South Park, The Stick of Truth. Here is the Australian board's statement. Quote, In the board's... I can't... That's not Australian (laughs) at all. I I can't do Australian. Uh, in the board's opinion, the game's drug use mechanic making game progression less difficult constitutes an incentive or reward for drug use, and therefore the game exceeds the R18 plus classification that states drug use related to incentives and rewards is not permitted. End quote. You missed another quote mark in there. I did. The developer has offered refunds to their Australian Kickstarter contributors if they don't appease the classification board. Get the stick out of your ass, Australia. You prison continent. That's that's actually kind of ironic. Um, (laughs) It's also also (laughs) factual. Ah, So much to say. So little time. They don't believe in free speech. Sounds like they need some some America. You need some freedom. Uh, Listen, we at the moment don't believe in free speech, but I'm not getting into that on this podcast. (laughs) We can go right down the line of Bill of Rights and just start start going. Here's where this one doesn't work, and this one doesn't work, and this one doesn't work, and this amendment canceled out this one and throw this out the window. (laughs) I mean, we can rewrite the country. Do you really want to do that? I'm going to take that one. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> you know how much fun it would be to just stand in front of a I mean you'd get killed immediately but just stand in front of a crowd with the constitution declaration and bill of rights everything and they're like alright so what part do we like here and they're all like on <laughs> stickers that you can just peel off and everybody's like we the people and you kind of look around and like no. alright everybody kind of wants to leave that one <laughs> I don't remember what the next line is <laughs> uh, to form a more perfect union yeah and they're like get there, they get there and they're like Union, that sounds like civil union in those gays. And you're like, oh my God, the right side's getting upset. And the left side's like, what the hell are they talking about? And you're like, got easy. We're just going to keep that one. Uh, next line. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done from there. I can't remember. Shit. Uh, uh, under the, whatever, something, something away from Britain. And we skipped <laughs> to the declaration. Uh, something, something away from Britain. And then everybody kind of like, I don't know if we really want to leave them. You're like, all right, it's gone. 
<laughs> you just start tearing off parts of the. It'd be, you'd get shot immediately. It's we like got, we got a SNL skit right there. Free speech. <laughs> we don't want that one, right, guys? Pro. Let's just remove both of those. <laughs> the one that put it back, and the one that yeah, yeah. Just get rid of both. There's no reason to have one that cancels out the other. Just delete them. Control Z. Undo. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it here? Uh, what do you three think fifths? Of, oh, too far. All right. What do you think about the whole uh, classification board thing? What's the I point mean, having an R eighteen plus classification? There, if you're going to still ban things. The funny thing is that they have like We Happy Few, Fallout Three, and South Park Signature. They also had to have had problems with Wolfenstein and Doom. I think they did. I mean, there's there's no way that they don't. Uh, and Saints Row is probably in there. Far Cry. Far they had Cry. to have done Far Cry. Yeah, as well like there's so many things that they have to. Because I know Germany has this problem as well, but Germany kind of has a problem, like a history problem with it, especially with Wolfenstein. Uh, you know, they might have done something bad a few years ago. So it's weird that I mean, not that uh, we're gonna get into history again. You have the prison continent that's like we can't do this, but it's because of the drugs, not the guns that none of us have because we took them all during the '90s and destroyed them or '80s. 80s, 90s, whatever, whatever the two, 90s. 90s that we took them all and destroyed them. And then you have Germany who's like, we just don't even put our hands near our hearts for the anthem because that's too close. So remove the whole kill Nazi idea. <laughs> <laughs> just don't even give people an idea. Just nope. Never happened. Don't look over here. I mean, it's whatever. Obviously, the country can do whatever they want to do. I didn't realize that the drug stuff was so... I mean, I knew it was prevalent in We Happy Few because that's the idea. Is like when you see people that are happy is you're mm-hmm. on the drug and then you see the real world, which is gloomy. But that's a weird one. Like, even the stick of truth... I mean, the stick of truth is offensive because there's farting on an aborted mm-hmm. Nazi zombie baby fetus. But there's not... Like, Fallout 3, yeah... But that's just this is like a I don't know I mean that's where that's they, they the Fallout ones are where it starts getting like really weird for me. They seem to like pick out specific things in games that they don't like. Yeah, so it could be like it literally could be like a line of dialogue, or it could be like whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, with We Happy Few is like they had a very specific point in the game where they were like, this is like. Showing that you know if you take drugs, and that's gonna, always my interesting thing have is where an easier time in life. I don't know how they get classified, but do they just show a cut? Do they yeah, there's play no way. the game? Yeah, like, are these motherfuckers playing these games? Like, and yeah. what did you get to the point where you're like, listen, I was 30 minutes through the first mission, and there was a specific scene where X happened. Like, can you get away from doing this, like this exact moment, or is it? Hey, drugs are bad. Okay, get them out of here. And you're like, well, that's kind of like a thing. Oh, well, then you're talking to get raided. And you're like, well, uh, sorry, Australia. <laughs> like, I can't change the entire game. Do you understand satire? Do you understand alcohol? Mm-hmm. All right, number 12. Number 12. Valve has re- reversed their decision that some games violated Steam's guidelines on pornographic material. Reverse their decision. Uh, this is a bit of a curious story that I don't want to get too deep into. You want um, to get deep in that porn? <laughs> but you can rest easy knowing that your honey dev games are safe and sound for the moment. 
To be fair, whenever Steam listens to the outcry from their users, whenever I talk about those honey dev games, it, the only reason they are mentioned are because they're in a humble bundle, and because when humble puts up the bundle, they grab a random user review and put it there, and I find those user reviews hysterical. I don't give a shit what the game is; the review is hysterical. I don't know. It, it seemed kind of. I don't know. It seemed out of place for Steam to like randomly be like, ah, oh, we don't want pornographic video games anymore. Get this shit out of here. But I well, I also wouldn't have been surprised though if they started to reach the all right, we're getting they've maybe finally got to the we're getting out of hand. We have got to kind of curate this somehow and curb this garbage truck worth of a store. Maybe. Maybe. But who knows? Number thirteen Garbage. Missed it. Don't touch that. <laughs> Number 13. Continuing the porn topic. Pornhub has launched a VPN service called VPN Hub. Of course. There's a free ad-supported version on mobile, but the PC version requires the premium account that's $12.99 a month or $89.99 a year. They claim not to store, collect, sell or transmit any sexual diseases oh <laughs> jokes any personal data but i still wouldn't recommend it recommend its use since pornhub's parent company has had a few data breaches including the ashley madison hack that resulted in 1.1 million users being exposed sexually <laughs> kind of <laughs> i mean weirdly sexual i mean it's not weird but their sexual it, habits, their sexual habits were exposed so take that as you will. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They should uh, so definitely I, I, make a YouTube competitor, though. Just there's there's a lot of things. Pornhub is a YouTube competitor. There was jokes about people leaving YouTube and going onto Pornhub because of how bad YouTube was getting. Yeah. Um, some of the best things, and I can honestly say that I do not frequent Pornhub. And I don't even like... I've Maybe I visited it once. I can't even think that I have. But some of the best... His tendencies are too dark for Pornhub. Well, I mean, hey, jokes. Uh, no, the some of the funniest things that I see on Reddit are people snagging like screenshots of the comments because they're nothing to do with whatever the video was. Yeah, who knows what pornographic shit they were watching? But somebody in the comment was like, "How do I find the tangent of a line?" And the guy below him was like, "Oh, well, you need to get this, this, and then take this equation, and then fill this in here, and then solve for x." And I'm like, "He's right. What the hell are they doing?" <laughs> I love when people post screenshots of videos on Pornhub and it's like it's like a tutorial of like Oh yeah yeah how to be a beehive master or something. Yeah, you know? like it's Or there's ridiculous. there's ones that are the amazingly false titles like Man uh oh, who knows? Like something stupid, but then it's it's exactly it goes just it's just a beekeeper video. Yeah. Like it's like they made a a title that's clickbait for like yeah. porn. It's, it's just, just oh yeah nope it's like normal normal video could have been a how to video on YouTube. This is a terrible one to end off on, but uh, I threw it in there because it's, it's only big. right to end off on it. I can't start on this note. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's kind of big news. Um, famed game critic John Total Biscuit Bain has passed away. Um, he was battling bowel cancer, I believe, um, and it was in remission, and then it came back. I think two years ago 
I don't know. I read a brief synopsis on it and it like it wasn't basically no normal forms of treatment were working and uh it spread to his liver and, and uh his spine and then he didn't he didn't like uh retire completely. He stepped he kept streaming and, and Yeah, and then and then at the one point when it went bad, he's like, I'm stepping away from the internet for now. I'll be back when we're better. Yeah. But uh RIP Total Biscuit. One of the OGs and literally doing gaming anything and arguably does it did it better than any news media site. Period. Full stop. Don't give a shit who you are. It's true. Deal with it. All right. Deal time. Deals. Are there deals? There are some deals. You want to know why there's some deals? Because there's always humble bundle deals, Matthew. That's why. Uh. Obviously, Destiny 2 is still the monthly unlock. I just feel like we should mention that because for 15 bucks you get Destiny 2. It's not bad. It's not a bad deal. Um, and then you get the rest of the games at the beginning of June that are all a good, fun surprise, but you only have to pay the 15 You got Destiny with the guaranteed one, and then you get to see what your treasure trove is. It's usually over $130. Valued. The other fun one, Humble Bundle, that spring sale I've talked about that I technically said ended March 24th, or May 24th, not March 24th. That's been a long time ago. May 24th. They pushed to end now. The encore of it is ending on May 28th. If you go to Humble Bundle right now, this game is free. Hecna Deluxe. $15 value. Free. Fun, interesting game if you like text-based kind of command-line Linuxy games. Free is always good. Free is good. I enjoy Hacknet. I don't have the deluxe one. I will have the deluxe one, obviously, now, but it was a fun time. Nerd. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> that was a vicious response. And then the other thing to call out going into this weekend is that Overwatch is on a free-to-play weekend. So get in, get those anniversary loot boxes, and get pwned by a bunch of the seasoned vets looking for you noobs. I think um, I think uh, Ubisoft is running like a crazy free weekend too. When I hopped on um, Uplay, it there was a bunch of games that were under my free tab. So I was checking to see if I got that crew invite, and then uh, I was like, "Oh, all these games look free for the weekend." Is that what's going on here? Well, free. Free, 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 free. Free, 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 free. Free? No free? No free games? No? Don't look like it. I lied. Well, that's unfortunate. You a dirty liar. Maybe it's just me. Maybe because I'm special. Maybe you are special. Yeah, I mean, you're special something. Hey, jokes. So that's... uh. That's oh hold on. We got any questions? Questions, questions and answers session? Probably not. Uh yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. 
Yep. So Solo, did you hear the news about Solo? I didn't hear the news, but the uh, question was, the joke is, first off, the name was the only one that used this form, and I went, ha-ha, he's right. Bastard. <laughs> he's going to get called a bastard again because he knows he's the only one using the form, which is almost insulting in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a question about Total Biscuit, though, so I feel like we answered that. Okay. All right. What was the news about Solo? I don't know. It's kind of a spoiler, but it was all over the internet, so... All right, cool. We won't, we'll, we won't talk about it on the air then. Okay. Talk about it off. That's uh, short and sweet this week. And we're still at 58 minutes. Uh, what we're supposed to be at, although we seem to run well over that usually. All right. Pieces. Gamers2.com. Find the form. Use it. Ask me questions. Ask us questions. Ask on Twitter. Ask on Facebook. Twitters.com slash... Gamers underscore two. Facebook.com slash Gamers 2 Podcast. Just go to Gamers 2.com. Everything's already there anyway. There's a Reddit, but I mean, do what you want there. I'm not really that worried about it. Don't get me banned. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.